0: Hi, everybody. Megan Thompson with Megan Thompson Coaching. Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. I've been, uh, I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor in Maryland and Virginia, and a disclaimer, this is not therapy over the internet, (laughs) at least not this way. Um, But I also work with parents directly in my coaching business, which is not um, limited to Maryland and Virginia, that's the global. But the reason why I started this group is because I noticed a lot of misinformation around parenting highly sensitive kids and what's, what parents can expect about how to parent your highly sensitive kid. And so I felt compelled to support parents in a more global scale beyond my private practice. Without any further delay, I do want to get started. Um, but what I want to talk about is a big pet peeve of mine um, paying attention to one of the things that it's that's that's a huge issue that I have with a lot of professionals in this field especially professionals who work directly with highly sensitive kids and that's sending the message to parents that meltdowns are contingent or connected to being highly sensitive. If you're highly sensitive, then you're bound to have daily meltdowns. If you're highly sensitive, then you're bound to just endure daily meltdowns from your child or even weekly meltdowns from your child or, you know, a couple times a week meltdowns from your child. So there's a couple of reasons why that's not accurate. Number one is that your child is um, struggling with overwhelm. And that does not mean that the, the the meltdowns are a safe expression of emotion emotions. So meltdowns are a signal of emotional overwhelm. They are not a signal of safe and healthy emotional expression. No matter <laughs> who you are, whether you're highly sensitive or not highly sensitive, that is not a safe expression of emotions. So I want to break this down um and backtrack a little bit because I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself because I get a little really passionate. Um, so basically, it's like this: when when you're frustrated and you're overwhelmed, and you're like think of your your heart, your emotional heart, as a cup. Okay, my coffee cup here. Um, when when you're experiencing a lot of emotions and you're overwhelmed by other things in your environment, then the cup is going to overflow. And that's a meltdown. So the meltdown for your kid might be tears. It might be, um, hitting, kicking and screaming. It might be like making really digging, like difficult, mean remarks. It might be, um, you know, actual aggression, like coming out and hitting the sister versus just like, you know, hitting like flailing. Um, honestly, the behavior is not the issue. So when I talk about being able to help my clients eliminate daily meltdowns in eight, you know, as little as eight weeks, I'm really focusing on helping you identify that that the meltdown is not the issue. The the issue is the, is the deeper problem that your child is overwhelmed and that's what leads to the meltdown. So if we focus on the actual meltdown, the actual behavior, then you're missing the mark. And that's a huge problem that a lot of parents um, miss. But then also back to my pet peeve that a lot of um, a lot of professionals will say, "Well, your kid's highly sensitive, so you're bound to have meltdowns." And that's actually not accurate. It just means that the professional you're working with is not skilled in helping you and guiding um, guiding parents of highly sensitive kids to decrease and eliminate those daily meltdowns. Um, the, the way that you go about doing that is to decrease the flooding. And so we're really gonna be talking more about what it is to be highly sensitive and what are the factors that in, that lead to emotional overwhelm and what are the factors that lead to a extreme emotional outburst. And when you pay attention to those, then it's, it's simple to be able to decrease that o- overwhelm. It's not easy, it's very hard. And I work, you know, the clients um, whom I work with take a lot of massive action in those eight weeks to get to get rid of those daily meltdowns. But it is simple. There are specific things and specific steps that you can do in a sequence that will get you to that end result. But it's very important to recognize that the end result is not elimination of meltdowns. The end result is a deeper connection with your child. The end result is your child feeling understood. The end result is that your child recognizes what a healthy parent-child relationship is. And so the reason why I called attention to this topic was because there was a parent who in my opinion was shaming other parents for sharing their emotions and 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 speaking out in desperation. Does is this where how I have to live? Is this the way that my child has to experience the world are there other ways to experience the world and the answer to that is absolutely yes and the answer to the other the, the other parent gave was um, you know you really need to be focusing on not the behavior and you need to talk nice to your kids or something baloney like that in, a, in you know different words but the message that came of across was very shame based and that is absolutely unacceptable because everybody is in a different place in their journey of understanding and and connecting to their highly sensitive kid. So if you're not getting the message yet, the goal is to connect with your child and to improve that relationship and that is the key to eliminating the daily meltdowns, not to like punish or, or lead to consequences. I mean, your kid's already dealing with a ton of environmental consequences, losing friends, Um, struggling to, to manage the schedule just because like you can't get what you're, what you want done because you just had like a three hour meltdown. I mean, there's lots of natural consequences that come from living this miserable life that your kid is having. So there's no need to be teaching those. You can go watch my other videos about that jazz. But what we're going to be focusing on today is really identifying this huge myth. And the big pet peeve I have is that meltdowns are not commiserate with being highly sensitive. Meltdowns are a sign of emotional overwhelm, okay, and a disconnection between parents who just don't understand how to parent a highly sensitive kid and who need more help, who need more support. So I feel like I've talked my head off about that. I've been going on for eight minutes. We're going to move into understanding highly sensitive kids and where it is that that leads to those meltdowns and what you can do to fix it. So the first piece is that you're your child struggles with deeper processing. Now I'm not saying that this is a negative thing. It's that right now because your kid's having regular meltdowns, they're struggling with the fact that they're taking in so much more information from the brain, I mean from their environment into their brain. They're having a hard time funneling that into um, effective means. The next thing is, oh, easily overstimulated. So again, your child is being flooded by this information or by this, the, you know, the, the emotionality and the environment, the ineffective parenting strategies that you're using, the stress they have in the um, in the day-to-day world that, where they're not able to leak out that and like sift out that uh, emotional struggle all throughout the day because they either don't feel like they can talk to you about it or... Um, don't have the skills to communicate it effectively to you or don't feel trust in being able to share it without pouring out because that's their pattern right now. They're overflowing frequently. The next thing is easily emotionally reactive and empathetic. And so these this is the, um, the key piece. Your kid feels big feelings and feels other people's feelings. So it means that they while they might be quick to experience those big feelings, it does not mean that they have to be quick to melt down. It's a, I'm gonna say it like 600 times today, I guess. And then lastly is a sensitive to subtle. So your child is gonna notice those switches of the eyebrow or the change in pillow or the change in environment or the fact that you left at 3.30 instead of three o'clock. Those are the things that your kiddo is gonna notice and that's what leads to some of the meltdowns. Paying attention to those details is a strength of your child's, but in this moment it is viewed as a challenge. And without specific parenting strategies to help identify that, there this is the cycle that's going on right now and it can be quite a tornado at home so to combat this you need a plan you need to be able to specifically dial in what it is that is your your child's issue what your child is struggling with what overwhelms your child where your child's emotional triggers are and where you can help your child identify and address the fact that they are noticing those sensitivities and that they need to or that the you know they're noticing the sensitivities they're noticing the subtle details and and how they can take that in and process it effectively so another couple of things that i wanted to clarify that being highly sensitive does not mean that your kid is is on the autism spectrum those are actually two very separate things Um, Autism is a disorder, neurological disorder of the brain that is treated in a much different way than, than addressing the personality type of a highly sensitive child. And having the personality type is not a neurological disorder. There's nothing broken in your kid's brain. um, To be frank in that respect, there, you know, a disorder means that something's not working properly and so that, you know, to make sure that you understand the difference. I wanted to summarize. So for those of you who are just tuning in, we spoke a lot about how highly sensitive kids are, um, well, a lot of professionals are telling parents or other parents are telling other parents that highly sensitive kids and meltdowns go hand in hand, and that's actually just not true. The next piece is that your kid is overwhelmed, and that's why they're having the meltdowns. So while highly sensitive kids are more easily overwhelmed, it does not mean that they have to have meltdowns. They need more skills, and you need more skills to help them manage their, um, their experience of the world. We went through the whole four main tenets of the personality trait that nails down whether or not your kid is actually highly sensitive. That's depth of processing, easily overstimulated, emotionally reactive, and empathetic. And sensitive to subtle, Those were developed and, and researched over many, many years by Dr. Elaine Aaron. But then also <clears throat> um, subsequently addressed in a different way by other therapists in um, in the research field who work with highly sensitive people, who then develop really significant risky behavior patterns. So there's a lot of parallel research that was done um, to where I, you know, I've had the privy to. to receive training in both areas. And then um, lastly is recognizing that you need a specific plan. You got to walk through the DOES for your kid, identify that and determine where it is that you're um, that you're not measuring up. So if you want just specific support, direct support with that, I offer consultation calls. They're free um, where we can figure out whether or not it would make a sense for us to work together um, because while this might seem simple as I've broken it down, like I said before, it's not easy. The devil is in the details. You're working with a, a kiddo, you're parenting a kiddo who fits 20% of the population. Okay. That's a smaller percentage. Um, yeah, it's not tiny, but it's definitely requires a lot of nuance. And without that, you some of the strategies that I'm seeing lots of parents, um, offering really helpful tips Are likely to fall flat and it's not I'm not trying to be a Debbie downer here I'm just trying to tell you that I've seen this over and over and over again and what a big thing that I've noticed for for parents is that when you work on trying to change one aspect of the of the behavior and try and address that you're really missing the global problem it's like a drop in the bucket to the bigger bigger issue but when you have a strategic plan to develop some significant lifestyle changes for you and your family then You'll be able to go through life without struggling on a day-to-day basis, making it to soccer practice, making it to, um, you know, to the doctor's office without without a um, meltdown, making it through a line, a busy you know line, and holiday shopping without crazy meltdowns all day long. So. That's absolutely possible for you and it's BS if other parents of highly sensitive kids are telling you that the meltdowns are name of the game. Um, so it's imperative and important for me and imperative for you to know that that there is a different way that you can be living your life and still experience all of the happiness and the positive strengths and amazing superpowers of your highly sensitive kid while improving that connection without feeling like you're picking apart the behaviors of your kiddo and um, your child feeling like they are to blame or broken as a result. But if you're struggling at this point, you need to be booking a call because it's important to pay attention to what it is that you're struggling with and notice that your relationship could be better with your kiddo. So think about that. All right, have a good one. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard, and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes, and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson and we look forward to speaking to you soon.